Welcome to True North Nation. This was brought to you by Solid Rock Church in Irving, Texas, where we bring you true direction in a lost world. Now let's hear it from our host, Pastor Ed Snyder. All right, everybody, thank you for joining us again for another great episode of the True North Nation. Thank you to our loyal listeners that are returning and sharing this uh, episode with your social media platform and your friends. We deeply appreciate the help in getting this out there so we can touch lives by the thousands. Today, we're going to be talking about the TMZ of the beast world. So it's going to be an interesting subject. Grab something to take some notes with. Grab a cup of coffee. We'll be right back. Right, we're back. And again, thank you for joining us. And I hope that you are enjoying, if you got yourself a copy of the Control the Beast book, if you are enjoying what you're reading. I'm pretty jazzed about the results uh, that we're getting from the book. I just recently, I would I say recently, it's been a couple of weeks ago, uh, I was asked to be a guest on a podcast, uh, Positively Masculinity out of Australia, which I thought was really cool. Uh, and the the host of that podcast found our, our book and read it and said, man, I got to get a hold of this guy and have him on. So again, we're, we're reaching and we're touching lives. It's not about popularity. It's not about, you know, ooh, oh, you know, all this stuff. It's, it's about adding value to people. It's about helping people get out of the slump or the swamp that they have been living in and do better and get better and accomplish more. All right. So we're going to get to our subject, the TMZ of the beast world. Today, we're going to rip the lid off of negative emotions by first understanding the true nature of negative emotions, i.e. anger, uh, perhaps. Uh, and we're going to unveil some things, unpackage uh, <clears throat> what that looks like. So we have to understand. And of course, in chapter one of the book, it's the power of understanding, which is threaded all the way through this is we have to understand a lot of things. And in this case, we have to understand the true nature and why negative emotions cannot be trusted or emotions for that matter. I mean, the Bible says that the heart is deceitfully wicked, can't be trusted. Why? Because the heart is the seat of emotions. You can't really depend totally on what you feel, but you can pretty well depend on what you know. All right. So we've got to realize that you can't just set those emotions free and hope for the best. You got to train them. Just like any wild beast, you got to train, control, and guard them at all times. Why? Because a wild animal will destroy everything and everyone in its path. And we also got to understand the thing about wild beast is that you've got to be careful because the minute you turn your back, they may strike because they are a wild beast. So emotions are much like that. Negative emotions are a lot like that. Unattended anger and emotions will ruin your relationships. It will ruin your job situation, your relationships, your self-worth, your dignity, 
your personal image, even your soul. In psychology, emotions are defined as the complex state of feelings that result in physical and psychological changes that influence thought and behavior. Now, there's a good definition there. Author David Myers says that human emotions involves the physical arousal expression of behaviors, the conscientious experience that emotions can affect us both in our behavior and in our thoughts. That's why it is vital that we learn to be in control. Remember, early in this in this series, I talked about how that if you're not squarely in the driver's seat with your hands on the wheel and driving the vehicle, you're being controlled. If you're not in control, you're being controlled. So we've got to understand and get a grip on on it for the sake of your future. Now, in anger, of course, is a wild beast and, and it's self-governing state. Just as much as a snake, a cougar, or any other wild creature, you cannot trust it. Any sight of a threat might set off their internal instincts to preserve itself. So again, beware. All right. Now, I I referred to this earlier, Jeremiah chapter 7 and verse number 9. The heart is deceitful above all things, and it is extremely sick. Wow. This is the amplified version of Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9. Who can trust it fully and know its secret motive? You ever heard the saying, follow your heart? Uh, most of us have seen numerous examples of this widespread misnomer. Uh, you can't, you, you really, that, that, that statement's not true. I mean, it, it just, it doesn't have any validity to it. We, we have all read tales about people who chose to follow their heart or more accurately their emotions. Girls abandon their purity. Women walk away from their marriages. Men walk away from marriages. Business people become workaholics and men become transgender women, all in the pursuit of following their heart. Again, the heart is deceitful above all things, and it is extremely sick. Who can understand it fully and know its secret motives? So we've got to form a plan, a set of techniques to govern and manage our inner, inner wild beast. Anger is a natural emotion. As we've noted before in a previous episode, it is highly volatile. It is identified as negative. Okay. It's the part of our human psychic that just, just like love and happiness, joy and faith and anything else, all the positive things. It's, it's just as real. You cannot rid yourself of the emotion called anger. It's present and it's present as a possible danger and identifies as that negative side of our emotions like sadness, fear, anxiety, depression, on and on and on. Now, the thing about anger is that we can manage it. We can turn it around into a driving force. It has a potential to motivate us uh, for something outstanding. Just like I have told the story many times uh, of the founder of MAD, Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Her name is Candy, where one night she 
allowed her 13-year-old daughter in a very nice suburban L.A. Uh, area to go visit a friend for a couple of hours, only to have LAPD knock on her door and told her that a drunk driver hit her in her nice neighborhood while she was walking on the sidewalk and killed her. Now, she could have made a choice and let her anger overcome her and her marriage destroyed, her career destroyed, and any other relationships attached to it. But she, Candy chose to let her anger motivate her to do something outstanding by forming and building Mothers Against Drunk Drivers and making a huge difference. Now, the question really in, in, in a lot of our minds is, is it okay to be angry? The short answer, yes, it's okay to be angry. And we have several examples in the Bible of patriarchs who uh, are, are being angry. Abraham, Moses, Sarah, Peter, Jesus himself, when he found they made the church into the place of unfair profit, he became angry and drove them out. So the key to it's okay to be angry is how you handle it, how you manage or control that emotion. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse number 26 says, In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. Therein lies the difference. Uncontrolled versus controlled. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you're still angry. So do something about it and learn how to control it. Now, in the examples uh, that we mentioned, they they do not display uncontrolled anger, such as Moses and uh, Sarah and Abraham and Peter and Jesus himself. They were very much in control, but Jesus cleaned the temple out of of thieves. Okay, it was a with they. They, were, they had some bit of violent behavior, but yes, controlling the beast in the basement is vital in turning your negative emotions into a driving force that will produce a positive outcome. That's the key, folks. Anger in itself, again, is not bad or evil, nor does it make you a bad or evil person. It becomes harmful when it's uncontrolled. Now, let me, let me hit that again. It becomes harmful when it is uncontrolled, it does not make you a bad person because you deal with anger. Okay, anger uh, seems to be the most intense of our negative emotions, but depression can also be pretty fierce in itself and can cause anger issues. Unmanaged anger is a problem, and the real issue is the damage anger can do uh, in a matter of moments. So. In the power of understanding, these negative emotions involving rage, aggression, and anger uh, come from the brain uh, that stimulates us to do this, the hyperthalamus. This is the region of the brain that also is the thirst center, the hunger, the, the regulation of body temperature, uh, it, the nervous system controls from here, the contractions of the heart muscles. The secretion of many glands regulates the heart rate. Uh, it, it controls your urinary uh, tract. It moves food through the gastric tract. Uh, it does a lot of things, and this is where anger comes from. This is the 
part of the brain that it comes out of. You can, you can see that our emotional state directly affects many of our physical, physical functions. You know, when we're under a lot of stress for a long period of time, you have digestive issues. Your stomach is sick. You know, uh, you got different things going on because it's all tied to an emotional state. Stress can do a lot of weird things to us and cause long-term and God forbid, permanent physical damage. So we've got to fix this. It's really important to understand the, the, the TMZ of the beast world. Now, our primary response to danger, whether it's real or perceived, is the fight or flight response. When an animal or a human sees danger, experiences fear. Again, whether it's real or perceived, it doesn't matter in the case. Okay. The body makes a decision. It prepares to fight the threat fiercely or gear up, uh, and get as far away from it as it can be. So with that note, what is interesting about anger or negative emotions, it mirrors, it mirrors, um, uh, f- uh, the physical response to fear. The same reactions happen in both. When you're afraid or when you're angry, you gear up, you're, you're in, you increase your blood sugar, your adrenaline increases, the heart rate beats faster, the blood pressure rises, the breathing increases, the muscles tense up in preparation for a, a violent situation or an intense run to get away from it as far as you can. All these reactions are involuntary. And you cannot control them. However, you can control the emotional response. Now, another fact that we need to understand about emotions is that anger doesn't just happen. Okay. Uh, there's a button to be pushed, a, a switch to be flipped, a door to be open and, and to allow this to develop over time. So again, we don't go from zero to 60 because of one little incident. It's a buildup. It's a, unresolved conflict that we have dealt for a long time. You know, people can learn to control the channel, sort, short circuit or diffuse anger, identify and diffuse the anger that you're feeling. Now, some of the things you need to know about anger is anger is not related as a result of a single solitary action or a single emotional step. Anger is not the beginning. It's the end product. A lot of stuff happens between start and finish, but anger always shows us or shows itself at the end. All right. Think about that for a moment. We'll be right back. Okay, so again, moving on with our conversation about the TMZ of the beast world, uh, you know, we the average Joe doesn't go from calm to rage in a matter of seconds. Remember, it's a key. It's got to be unlocked. Okay, a man comes home in the middle of the day and catches his wife having an affair. He flies into a rage. Perhaps she has no reason to pursue a relationship outside the marriage. That just didn't happen. That is a result of unresolved conflict or not paying attention, not not do not going on some dates, 
not uh, paying attention to each other's needs, not taking the time to love on each other. It's a it's a concession of series or a series of situations or missteps that have led to that result, which then flips the switch, opens the door or pushes the button on negative emotions, i.e. anger. Okay. The emotion or the episode of anger is a result of a long history. So we've got to understand that when we don't resolve the primary emotions, again, we talked about this last week in the, in, uh, in episode 73, I believe it is. We don't resolve the primary emotions, frustration, disagreement, worry, fear, frustration, stress. If we don't manage that, then the primary comes out and it, and, and the secondary, it goes into secondary, which is an intense negative emotions, i.e. anger, and we got damage. So let's work on understanding how this develops. So how we, how can we know how to control it? One philosopher said this, we need to know ourselves to succeed. Very true statement. Proverbs uh, says, he that is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he that ruleth his spirit than he that taketh a city. James tells us that we do not, uh, we do need not to be like men who look at themselves in a mirror only to walk away and forget how they look. What's this saying to us? To handle our anger, we have to evaluate ourselves, know ourselves, and what makes us tick, and do not forget our weaknesses. In other words, you need to look in to see where the triggers are that's triggering these negative emotions. So the big question is, where does anger begin? Anger begins as fear, fear of losing control, fear of looking bad in front of others, or that someone thinks we are inferior. Anger is not an isolated issue to men. However, it finds its most fertile seedbed in the uh, male mind. Okay. How, uh, here's how it works. And, and, and for the most part, women fear abandonment while men fear engulf, engulfment. Women likes to have their man around, just sitting there, just being there where men, we feel like we're being smothered. I need some, I need some out with the boys time. I need to go fishing or I need to go hunting. Okay. Women fear they're going to be alone to fend for themselves. Men are the opposite. They, again, they feel smothered. They feel their night. Uh, I got to go to a ball game or whatever. So we've got to be aware and understanding when our ladies love being around their families and have a need to be needed. Men fear that they're going to lose their identity as a man. You're not. In fact, if you really look at it closely, a man that has a family, that is your identity. That is your legacy. When you raise a good family that knows how to love, uh, have good manners and, and accomplish things together as a family. So think about that, guys. Anger starts as, as fear, then works into impatience. Impatience springs out of the fear of being ignored and getting lost in the shuffle. So then we react by becoming irritated, tense, hypersensitive. And then the next phase, of course, happens. Again, anger, uh, going back to the thought, anger is a secondary emotion. There's always a primary. Pay attention to the primary. 
so you can head this off. All right. Now let's take a, uh, you know, this is about understanding the nature of the beast. All right. Now here's some techniques to help you control the, the beast in the basement. When, when we become aware of actions, yelling, screaming, talking down to people and even throwing things, we need to stop and question ourselves. What are you doing? Why am I doing this? Where does the frustration originate? You know, once we examine our lives and find the hot spots, then we could take a hard look at our goals. Okay. Where are we at in our life? Are we ready to send the kids off to college? Financially, are we prepared for retirement? What goals are left unmet? Why are they not being met? When you go through this, it's an excellent exercise in bringing control to the creature in the basement. Trust me, trust me, if you don't do this, the primary emotion will develop into anger, as we're going to discuss here in a minute. Now, our feelings of anger will not remain isolated. They will build up and reproduce themselves. The human mind has a tremendous ability to create something that does not exist or has no factual foundation. One person says that something about the uh, a shirt that that you're wearing. And if I'd say, hey, you know, man, that's some kind of shirt. And if you I meant it as a compliment, but. Uh, maybe it wasn't clear. And so the longer that person thinks about what I said about their shirt, the, the, again, the human mind has a tremendous ability to create something that never existed, does not existed or exist. And so the longer you think about it, now you're starting to feel it. It becomes a belief system. It becomes an offense, a hurt. And then two, three, four weeks later, you see me again. I say, wow, that's a shirt, man. And I got your shirt. And then you go off on me. And I'm like, what are you talking about? What in the world's going on here? So the mind created a scenario that was not based on facts and emotions are deep. So again, we've got to remember all of this. Now let's Let's bring this back around and remind us of the different stages of emotions. Number one, primary stage, frustration, disappointment, sadness, emotional hurt, abandonment, fear, anxiety. Second stage, anger, depression, emotional trauma, paranoia. Third stage, rage, clinical depression. Fourth stage, blind rage. As you see, the list gets smaller as the stage goes higher. Blind rage is vicious. I've dealt with people with blind rage. And honey, I want to tell you, it's no picnic. For the person dealing with that person and for that person that's dealing with it. And so we've got to realize how serious this is to understand, use the power of understanding and understand the nature of the beast. Okay. We need to consider something else. And that's the genetics that plays a significant role in our emotional, mental, and physical makeup. Humans carry uh, uh, 
the human cell carries millions of messages, and it's hard to believe that those messages have something to do with our reactions to mental and emotional stresses in our lives. But understanding the nature of the beast, we need to realize that some may have a predisposition to these unchecked negative emotions, mainly anger. And folks, I, I at the end of our episode here today, I will I'll put myself out there. I mean, my grandfather on my father's side was a violent drunk. Now, if he wasn't drunk, he was very quiet and timid. But when he got drunk, which when you get drunk, you know, all the inhibitions come out. All of the reservations are gone. And so apparently he was a very angry, violent man. He would beat the living daylights out of my grandfather, grandmother. Uh, my father, as as most of you might know, was born deaf. And he had to quit the quit school at the third grade to work on the farm with his other seven other siblings to make things work. He was a step behind everybody because he couldn't hear. So he would see his brothers and sisters go this way in the field or whatever, and he would follow them. Well, apparently that angered my grandfather. So when he was drunk and come home in the middle of the night, he would snatch my father out of his bed, tie him to a tree in the backyard and horsewhip him because he was a step or two behind everybody else. My father grew up in a horrible, abusive home. My father uh, was dealt with anger because he was deaf. Uh, nobody, nobody cared. Abuse in his home, all of that stuff. But when he met my mother, when he was 27, I believe, she took him to church and he got the Holy Ghost and got baptized. And my mother loving on him, helping him. And of course, number one, uh, number one tribute is, is that God was alive in his life working on him. He was a way better than his father. And of course, then I came along and I became better than my father because of the generational thing. And so again, I still deal with it because I have a predisposition to anger because of the DNA. But I'm also a lot more aware of my anger and I know how to control it or manage it. So that's where we've got to get to. And I hope that you have enjoyed uh, this, this episode today. And I pray that you will help me share this in your social media. Uh, tell your friends about True North Nation. Go to our website and sign up for our email list, our community. Get a free ebook on nine levels of relationship, how to handle a toxic relationship which we're going to be talking about here on the podcast. And then, of course, go to Amazon. Uh, there'll be a link in the show notes and uh, purchase your copy of Control the Beast, a guide to manage your emotions. Until next week, may God richly bless you and have a great day on purpose. To find out more about finding that true destination, visit us at truenorthdfw.org.